0: I had teenage acne and then I had adult acne. And then I remember at one point, my makeup artist saying to me like, wait until you have like wrinkles and acne. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> that's also great. No matter how much glam and lighting is used, like at the end of the day, you wash your face and like, there you are.
1: Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Angeles. Welcome glam Jolinos. We Ooh. hope you stay a while.
2: Let's get this dinner party started.
3: Four <laughs> time's the charm. Fourth time. Ta- y'all, the technical audio issues we've had with this episode alone is truly, I don't know how we made it through. I was having a mentee the, in this entire week. Let's, let's go back to the beginning, first of all.
1: I feel like we shouldn't shouldn't do anything this week or today or anything for like the safety of our own mental health and also like the safety of our lives. Yes,
3: correct. Because (laughs) I'm not leaving the house. I'm scared. There's some bad juju (laughs) happening. But someone was looking out for us above. Maybe an Avenger. Maybe Maybe an Avenger. Avenger. Because let us tell you a story. We have the incredible Scarlett Johansson on the podcast, which like makes me laugh because – It's just like a head scratcher. She's on Los Angeles. This is one of the most famous, highest paid, accomplished actresses, like nominated for millions of things, has been working since she's eight years old. And
1: she's so completely normal and kind and we had such a lovely conversation with her and she was talking about her favorite like drugstore lotion and then her like postpartum (laughs) hair loss and it was just like it was it was weird because it wasn't weird you know what I mean yeah I thought it okay so we were able to get Scarlett
3: on she's launching her own brand The Outset and her co-founder Kate was Sarah's boss for a period of time when Sarah was transitioning
1: she was you were freelancing yes and Kate was truly one of the first people to reach out to me after I got laid off at bustle and was like I really want to work with you like and I had never met her before and she just was like such a sweet kind woman and like we like yeah anyways started working together and she's brilliant um, you know she started uh, a website called swear by sold it to meredith she before that worked for victoria's secret juicy couture at the height of you know the successes of these brands and so she really is like a brand builder and a like serial entrepreneur herself so it made sense why scarlet decided to work with her on the outset um and then it also you know Obviously we know that there are a lot of celebrity skincare and beauty brands out there.
3: I mean, we have a critical eye for them all,
1: right? We do. But like after this interview, I really I was very impressed with Scarlett. Like she very much is like a skincare enthusiast, someone who really really cares. I mean, hello, she has like like we said one of the most famous faces in the world. Of course she is like paying attention to like what she's putting on her skin and how she looks like she has to do that as part of her job yep and so yeah I I think we both really enjoyed the conversation with her and like I don't know weren't weren't you impressed I was really impressed
3: yeah I actually just really liked her I thought that she would be like a friend we could go to brunch and shoot the shit and it would just be normal and not like oh I'm with a mega famous celebrity you know she doesn't seem that into herself like I feel like she has a healthy dose of confidence but there's not like an ego thing there which was really interesting to me and admittedly when I heard that she was going to launch a skincare line last year I was kind of like come on come on what are we doing why but I think too I think a lot of people are probably listening and going okay tell us about the outset Tell us about y'all's thoughts. So when we recorded this episode, I didn't have the products yet. Sarah had gotten them. I hadn't. Then I received them after. And they came in lab sample packaging. So it wasn't, you know, it's not. I think a lot of times, sometimes we get too excited about packaging. And I say we as like a collective beauty community. And then it kind of blinds us to whether or not a product is like
1: that great. 100%. I think you're so right, Kirby. I feel like, well, because, you know, Packaging is so important, especially these days. And this packaging is great. Like the packaging I've seen
3: is gorgeous.
1: Right, but this, but the samples really allowed us to focus on the actual products, the formula, the texture. Um, you know why they made the products like from the get go, from the start. Um, and yeah, I really liked what I tried so far. I didn't try the entire range, but uh, I tried the cream, face cream. I tried the lip lotion and i liked it and i i understood like their whole um you know intention of like just creating a very um easy approachable skincare regimen that like anyone could use this is how i kind
3: of see this brand when i'm about to do something on camera whether that's photos or video, the night before, I'm not doing anything crazy to my skin like acids or anything that could potentially have something pop up the next morning or, Mm -hmm. you know, have an adverse reaction that I'm maybe not used to because I obviously want to keep my skin in the best shape possible. So for me, it's all about ingredients that are in products that are calming, non-irritating, super hydrating, just kind of like your base. Yeah. Like your base level products that you don't
1: have to worry about you put it on and you're done even if you have sensitive skin um you know like you could use this like yeah it's like one of those where you just don't have to worry about waking up with like a breakout the next day
3: and so you know scarlet again being one of the most famous faces on the planet and her job literally is to be on camera at all times that's how i kind of interpreted like her decision to make this brand Like instead of like cherry picking different products from a different, a bunch of different brands, it was like, okay, just your one clean slate, here are all the, here are all the products. But at the
1: same time, for people like you and I who like to use those actives and, you know, like our vitamin C, our retinoids or whatever, like we can add that to the outset, you know, like it plays well with others.
3: Yes. That's one thing that they touch on. So I've tried all of the products now. I just, I keep using them. I keep gravitating towards them. I think the, the micellar gel cleanser is great. Perhaps rivaling soy, the fresh soy face cleanser for me. Like I really. Ooh, that's big words. Big
1: words come and come.
3: I'm actually shook because I did not, like I was excited to have her, but I was like, we'll have her on. We'll let her do her thing. We'll let her like say her piece and then we'll move on. You know, like, I don't know if this is a brand that necessarily is for me. But I love the cleanser. I think the serum, the peptide serum is great. Mm-hmm. Furbing Vegan Collagen Prep Serum. The Nourishing Squalane Daily Moisturizer, which shooketh to my core, I actually like.
1: Because you know I'm not a fan of Squalane. We have a we we have a complicated relationship with squaling but we love it. We love squaling now. Yes. And I have to say I think
3: that the botanical lip rescue treatment for me because it's that lotion, she she Scarlett yeah. calls it a lip lotion. I'm kind of like, okay, I'm into
1: it. I, I apply this stuff throughout All the day, day like yeah. regularly, right? It's, it's great. And, and we talk about it being like a really good just like base addition to like your lipstick. It's not sticky. It's just like instantly hydrating really easy to use do you don't you feel like this is also a line that like matt and patrick would love like it's very geared like you know i mean all yes like all beauty obviously is genderless and it doesn't matter you know what your identity is you can use it if you have a face but this really feels like something that men would easily gravitate towards
3: yeah, and I think for me the most surprising thing has been that I I feel like I will continue to use these products um in in my regimen. Like there's been plenty of of celebrity beauty brands that have launched that I've tried. I'm like, "Okay, these are great." And then like a couple days later, I'm kind of like put them away, I don't care. I've consistently been using totally.
1: this since I got it, and I really really enjoy using it. So, and the price point is really great. All of the products are under $60 most are in the 30-40 range the most expensive product is the night cream which is $54 but the micellar cleanser is 32 the daily moisturizer is 44 lip lotion's 28 so it's not like i feel like there are a lot of celebrity you know skincare brands that are you know soup, like really really luxury and this is not what that's not what they're trying to do i do have two i have a question and a criticism
3: as one does yes you will hear a lot of clean vernacular in this interview and uh, I I obviously was not gonna jump in and be like well you know yeah (laughs) but I think that you know I don't know if it's something with like when you become insanely rich it's like a power move to eliminate a ton of (laughs) ingredients like I don't know what that is like why are all the rich people obsessed with clean Um, I also do think that when you are launching a beauty brand now I I, I was speaking to somebody about this on Twitter because she was like of course it's clean and I'm like yeah but at this point like clean is just gonna be on every beauty brand so for me I try not to judge a product when I see that term anymore I just want to see if the product
1: actually works for me and I like it totally like I think that it's slowly starting to lose its meaning and especially for us it's not something that like we we'll try it we'll try anything (laughs) you know clean or not clean like uh,
3: chemicals are great put the chemicals on my face and on that note I didn't get to ask this I forgot to but they mentioned that they created what was it a botanical form of hyaluronic acid yes so hyaluronic hi- acid hyal- hyal-
1: hi- L- r- Yeah, hyaluronic hi- 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 acid H- or whatever. Hyaluronic acid. Hi- hi-
3: so for me personally, I'm like, why would you create a botanical yeah. version of this? Like hyaluronic acid, while it can irritate some people's skin depending on where you live or whatever. For me, I'm kind of like, but why? But yeah, why? Like is it is just strictly acid- avoid not having a... Like molecule like hyaluronic acid that didn't compute to me so I'm interested to hear more maybe we'll get some more time if they do an event out here um you know the purpose behind that and maybe 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 just maybe they were like okay we have to have some kind of ingredient that like differs from what everybody else has and apparently they created that specifically for this
1: okay no I was gonna say maybe it's better than actual hyaluronic acid but it's it's not well, I did say you know flowers and botanicals. We're gonna have a big moment this year, and yes, this you leans did. in,
2: um, totally does.
1: But yeah, I think like lean quote unquote aside, celebrity aside, like it is just a really solid skincare brand, and the products are really good. So um, it's just like a bonus that Scarlett is one of the co-founders, and so is Kate. Yes,
3: exactly. I think that if you are constantly looking for products that aren't going to irritate your skin or maybe you have a, a highly active product that you enjoy but then when you use your regular products it the two together irri- are irritating this could be like your new skincare regimen I I, I really like it y'all I'm I'm actually I'm very impressed with it uh, I I mean I shouldn't be because I think Kate because
1: she's an Avenger <laughs>
3: She's avenging our skin, bitches. <laughs> I mean, it just makes sense. Like, Kate knows what she's doing. Um, and I think uh, you're, you're going to hear more from Scarlett. She's going to give you the whole rundown. Why she created the brand, her, her, you know, inspiration, how she's dealt with her skin issues. Like, all, all of the good stuff. You're going to hear it. So um, enjoy this episode of Gloss Angeles. Have the courage to share this episode with a friend, as our pe- Peloton friends say. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk to you on Friday.
1: Oh, we would love to welcome Scarlett Johansson and Kate Foster Langell to the podcast. Hello. Woo!
3: Hello. I'm just a straight up fan of both of y'all I haven't met either of you I know you know Kate you just have this lovely relationship with Sarah I'm just like the fangirl in the back like sign my autograph I'm this podcast is going
0: great for me yeah
3: Scarlett's like, wait a minute, what's happening here? No, we're we're really excited to have you both. We talk a lot about like the celebrity beauty space. And I think like this is going to be a really interesting conversation about, especially for you, Scarlett, like why now? And Kate for you, like why Scarlett? Like why did this make sense? <laughs> Maybe
1: there'll be some hard truths this episode. Do I, I don't have know? to have an answer
4: to that one? No, just kidding. <laughs>
1: No, this is going to be great Um, because you guys are like work wives like Kirby and I. We start off every episode with a question called, What's on your face? Um, Other than the outset products, uh, because actually that's
0: all I've been using for my like skin care, because I got to test it all out and I get a lot of compliments. Well, I've gone through a lot of different like shampoos and stuff like that. It's not really on my face, but it is on my above my face. Well, I, you know, it's so funny. So I was going through all these different shampoos and, you know, I was going all those like expensive hair masks. Honestly, nothing was working. And I just kept feeling like I had this like hair that was dry at the end. And then my scalp would be really like heavy. And I can't, I, 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 of course, like all of us, I was like, all right, girls, tell me what, what is everybody using? (laughs) And, um, you know what I ended up going back to was a biolage, like old school biolage like the huge pump.
1: I love it. I yeah. forgot
0: about that product. Like I use the shampoo and conditioner and it smells like high school and <laughs> my hair loves it. So I don't, I'm just going to keep using that until apparently you're supposed to change your hair. You're like your shampoo and conditioner every few months. I guess I didn't get that memo. So I don't know. As long as those giant bottles are going to last me, I'm going to enjoy <laughs> it. And then I guess I'll try something else. But I've been using Biolage. A tried and um,
1: true. We love Biolage.
3: Biolage. Tr- it's tried a and true.
0: Tried and true. Tried and yeah. true. Um, I also have been loving uh, the, I've been wearing, like, obviously, I haven't really worn a lot of lipstick recently because I like, got the mask on all the time. Um, I love the Pat McGrath eyeliner. She makes the best eyeliner. Um, Mm -hmm. like I've tried them all, and she just figured, you know, it's Pat, so she figured it out. She makes the best eyeliner, she makes such a good mascara. Um, I just love her makeup so much, and so I've been using that. Um, what else have I been using? Uh, uh, so much hand cream, I can't even tell you. Oh, do you guys know the uh, manicurist, Jin Soon? You know her stuff? I worked with her. Actually, she did a bunch of the out stuff with us, and she's so great. She makes a great cuticle oil. It's like saving me right now. Ooh. Just because New York is so, so, so dry. Oh, it's so you
3: dry. are speaking Sarah's <laughs> language. She hoards <laughs> cuticle oils and hand creams. Like every week, I'm like, you have to stop talking about hand creams.
1: Oh my God, it's but. Like-
3: getting out. Scarlett of
1: knows because she's a new mom. And like the, between like all the diapers and the like germs of like babies, you just like constantly washing your hands. Oh,
0: it's just, it, it's crazy. I actually switched. I don't normally have gel nail polish on because I, I just think it kind of makes your nails really brittle and thin, but I had to switch to gel manicure because I just wash my hands. I, I mean, probably no joke. I probably wash my hands at least like 30 or 40 times a day. It's crazy. That's yeah. a lot of hand washing. Totally. I remember those days. <laughs> I have to keep a thing. You know, the like Neutrogena, uh, or is it Neutrogena? What's that? What's that one hand cream that I love? Um, yeah, the Norwegian formula one. Yeah, that Norwegian. It's like old school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I keep that by the sink. It's like a, it's more of like kind of a, um, like a balm than it is like a lotion. Um, but I keep that by the sink because I just wash my hands like 40 times a
3: day. Ooh, I, I love that tip. Now we're like looking for the Norwegian <laughs> formula of Neutrogena hand well, balm.
1: We just did a story on Refinery about how our hands are like aging quicker because COVID and hand sanitizing and all this stuff. And people have been slugging on their hands, Kirby, mm-hmm. like overnight. Mm-hmm. So like putting mm-hmm. on the heavy creams and then slipping on um, some gloves, which I feel like I need to do. I just always forget because I'm so tired and I just pass out. But whoa, maybe you sleep with gloves on? I probably I can't not... sleep with socks on. So I no, know. that's not happening for me. It's
3: not I would love to be that person, but worth no. a shot. Kate, what yes. are you loving, wearing on your face, body, hair? I mean, you're yeah. a beauty girl through and through.
4: So I feel like you've I, got I, some legit wrecks. I am, you know, and Kirby is wearing this like incredible lip right now. That it's this beautiful bold lip that I'm pretty jealous of because I often wear a red lip. And I didn't, I think we just like, just had lunch, ran in here to do these um, this podcast. And so I'm jealous of your lip. I, I have a, um, it's like a, a Laura Mercier. It was red Amour is that lip mm. shade, but I think they may have discontinued it. And so then I had to start stocking up on the Portofino red. So I love a red lip. I think like you can get away with a very like minimal makeup everywhere else. And then I giant stress zit underneath my eye, and so I was like, I used one of those patches earlier in the week, and then um, it's like it kind of tamed. Which patch did you use?
0: use? Like a like just Clean and Clear, or like
4: like yeah, it's like CauseRx, like sticker. So it's like the zit sticker, but it's not that brand. Um, So I don't. What brand is it? I don't know. I have to go find it. Wait, is it the one with? With the little
3: micro needles, is that the one you're kind of referring to, Kate? Yeah. Like similar to Zit Sticka? It's, it's like similar to
4: ZitSticka, but I think you okay. know. To be honest,
3: there's I so many
1: of it. them now.
4: Exactly. I mean, I feel like that was the OG one, and then it just became a bit more of a commodity. And I just like I got them, and I felt like it worked. And so that I was feel a like little. They work too.
2: Yeah,
4: I put some like it cosmetics. You know, like that stuff will hide everything. Um, <laughs> totally. And so, um, you know. Uh, I put a little bit of that before. And so now I feel like I can, like, looking good, seen in public at the moment. Looking but good, girl. Looking dicey good. there for a bit, ladies. <laughs> I, I love these wrecks.
3: These are like, these are legit good wrecks. I'm definitely going to go look for that Norwegian formula of the Neutrogena. Like, I am obsessed with that now. At I, a ladies- CBS
0: near you. Yeah.
3: Hopefully, as we mentioned, Sarah and I are work wives. You two are work wives and I don't know this story. I know Sarah is, is aware. So tell me like, how did you guys meet? What's y'all's love story? How did this happen?
0: So I had started working on what is now the outset, probably three years prior to meeting Kate. Um, you know, I had, represented a lot of other brands um, as, you know, brand ambassador, face of the brand, uh, different beauty brands, you know, for long time for like a decade. And in my late twenties, I think I just started to feel like I, I just felt like I didn't want to represent someone else's beauty ideal or beauty standard. And um, I had finally kind of had the confidence to do something on my own. It just felt a little overwhelming because obviously it's a completely different industry to what I am accustomed to. I didn't want to license my name and go that route. Like I really wanted to start something that felt true to me and, you know, that I could kind of plant the seed and, and grow. And so I went down many different avenues of just education and, uh, product development, and you know, discovering, trying to understand—is the consumer looking for like what I'm looking for? And like, you know, obviously, don't want to create something that's just for me. And while it was a very is a very like noisy space, I I thought that there was opportunity in that to create something that was really pared down and transparent, um, and you know, sort of reject that rejected the idea of beauty secrets and, you know, which is really kind of what we're touching, we're talking about. And once I'd kind of come to that realization, I knew I needed to find like my person, you know, I have a film television and, and, uh, I have a film and TV production company here in New York. Uh, and, you know, I have my partner in that and I couldn't do anything without him. And, uh, you know, because I, I do wear many hats and, you know, I knew that I would need somebody to be my, my, my person on this. And um, so just put out a bunch of kind of feelers and, um, you know, with other people that I'd met in the, in the industry to see, you know, if anybody was, you know, curious to take the leap with me. And, you know, when I met Kate, she was like sort of in between two worlds at the time, but, you know, we just started dating uh, a little bit and just got to know each other. And it felt like what I was, circling was, yeah, it was something that she just, it, it resonated with her. Like she got it right away. She saw it and saw the potential in it. Um, and we spent about like half a year kind of dating, um, and just like really getting to know one another and like try and, you know, Oh, it could be any, uh, I have this thought, like, you know, walking my dog the other day, or, you know, I tried this product and like, it inspired this idea or, you know, I was having this conversation with my girlfriend and like, this is what, like, we both really care about. I don't know. All these kind of conversations that were really like discovery conversations. And through that process, the outset yeah. was born. Yeah. So.
3: That sounds like Sarah and I, honestly, yeah. like, I, I really love that. Sarah and I were paired together a lot. We were at separate publications, competing publications actually, but we would always see each other and we hit it off and became friends. And then we were sending each other DMs, texts, emails, like, did you see that this is happening? Did you see that this was acquired? Oh, did you hear about this product launch? And then from there we were like, why not create something together where we can just take these conversations public? So yeah. it kind of reminds me a little bit of our story as well. I love that.
2: Yeah, and
0: also you know we built this. It, it it really the first time we met in person, it was just before like everything exploded. Like it was March, you know. I don't no, the, know. 11. The first time
4: was actually in January.
0: Oh, was it?
4: Was it? In, yeah, at your in
0: no, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry. The, that's right. But when we yeah. had that lunch, that lunch, yeah, which was yeah. basically like two days before everything shut down, it was right. like the definitely the last
4: meal I had at a restaurant in yes. 2000, yeah, whatever. No, I remember. Yeah. What, yeah, the time of was. my yeah. my husband's birthday, and that was the last meal like I had ever had with anybody for like you know two years, sixteen years, yeah.
0: 16 and then so and then Kate and I had to get to do like we had to you know, we had, we just basically did a lot of FaceTime and it was, I think, cathartic in a way because we both have kids and we were like going through the school, like at home school stuff, like all these humongous changes. And then there was in some way, it was almost like we were like in the creative rabbit hole together because of the circumstances. So
3: Kate, You're yep. head bitch in charge. I I just want to like <laughs> take a minute to ex- acknowledge I'm gonna this. I'm going to get that needle pointed on a pillow. Is that okay? <laughs> Your resume is incredible I mean you were at Juicy Couture at the height of Juicy Couture you worked with Victoria's (laughs) Secret Beauty like I mean you were really on the forefront on so many beauty and fashion trends so I Mm -hmm. have to think to myself like if I were in your position Scarlett Johansson wants to create a skincare line obviously the name is there and you're like oh my god this is great but I can't imagine you would partner with someone if they didn't know their shit
1: I was going to say too, like at the time that you were having the conversations with Scarlett, we were working together and like you, you know, had a very successful situation, you know, previous to what you're doing now. Kirby's point for you to like, that was probably a really big decision for you to like leave everything and join Scarlett. So why Scarlett?
4: Why Scarlett? Well, yeah, I mean, (laughs) sorry, Scarlett. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my it's God.
0: fine. There's only a thin wall separating us, Kate. Just <laughs> no, exactly. remember I'm, that. Pardon me. I need to get my index
4: cards. <laughs> <laughs> Line. No. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: No. It was. It was such a wild time because Sarah. Sarah Tan was very much in my life um, at this moment as well. Hmm. So um, I had created a um, a word of mouth product recommendations platform that was acquired by a very large media company and. Um, you know, when I got the call, do I want to meet Scarlett Johansson? I was like, I'm not kidding, like in the thick of monster, you know, contracts and, you know, paperwork, um, for this business to be acquired. And, you know, I was kind of like, it's not really a good time for me. Like I have this thing going on and it's, it's going to be amazing, (laughs) you know? And, um, and, and I was kind of like, are you sure of me? Are you, like, did you mean to call somebody else? Um, you know, I kind of had both that, you know, mixture of like fear of, wait, really? Um, is this something that uh, that anybody thinks I can do? Um, in addition to just kind of like the craziness of life going on and thinking like, oh, this might not be the time. And then I also, <laughs> I passed on a major opportunity, um, before creating my, my startup, um, because my son was little and I was like, I was like, it's just not a good time. And, um, he was like, he was a baby baby. And I passed this by and it like wound up being a monster success. And, um, you know, and granted if the situation was different, I'm not sure I could have made it into the monster success it was. So no, you know, discount to the team that actually went on to build. Throwing Um, shade. No, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I need to watch my P's and Q's over here. Yeah. So anyway, I'm saying I couldn't, maybe I, the story would have been written differently, but I think I learned from that experience is like, is, is say yes (laughs) a bit more. Um, it's never a great time to do anything. Um, and, uh, but it's always the right time to be curious about new opportunities. And I was kind of like, I think the thing that really got me of why meet with Scarlett is this person who connected us said, "I think you'll really like her. She's super smart. She is really dedicated. She has done her homework. She's now at the point where she knows that her path forward is to is to do this more entrepreneurially and build something from scratch. And she's looking for, you know, a co-founder, operator of somebody you know who who has experience in in startup. Um, and beauty and can kind of help um, bring it to light. And, you know, I think the idea of, like they said all of the buzzwords for me about her being smart and kind and, um, and, and really focused. And I think, you know, instantly when we met, there was like, we could tell that we kind of operated on the same plane of kind of like a no a-hole policy um, and, uh, you know, being kind of straightforward and, um, and curious you know, you you don't know everything, Um, none of us do, but being open to knowing and learning, um, I think was a a really um, great common thread between the two of us of knowing that those shared values existed, that we could really be great partners um, together. And I knew also that this wasn't going to be a vanity project for her. Um, And I think that when you're both invested um, for the same kind of Uh, you know, vision of success of looking to build something with integrity, um, that, uh, you know, you're both kind of playing from the same sheet music and, and that's what it felt like from, from the beginning. And so, um, I was very grateful to have gotten that call, um, those years ago and, uh, grateful that I was not dumb enough to say no.
3: Damn. Someone get me on Kate's level. Can a A (laughs) A-list like award-winning celebrity give me a call hey
1: do you want to partner together hell yeah it's like liver. <laughs> <laughs>
4: along the way i was like I sarah sarah what do you think about this i mean so i, know. I and she like also
1: couldn't tell me who and i was just like dying to know yeah, i would ask sarah
4: all the time kind of like oh, what do you think about you know like so i had this like major beauty um expert in my back pocket to give us some like intel along the way and little did she know she contributed to
1: Oh my gosh. The, well the
4: framework of the outset.
1: You did not need me to know that you made the correct decision. You know what Kate was saying, you've done your research. This has been something you had been, you know, thinking about for so long. There was an interview, di- you interview you did with Elle back in 2013 where you said like in another life you would have been a dermatologist. Like you just love skincare. Where does this like love of skincare come from? You know, I have, I've
0: had have had and have um Problem skin for a really long time. I I had teenage acne, and then I had adult acne. And then I remember at one point my makeup artist saying to me, "Like, wait until you have like wrinkles and acne." <laughs> <Like> <laughs> that's that's also great. Cool, it's cool. um, a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a fun, not a fun time. But um, yeah, I think I've just been hyper aware of how my own self confidence is affected by how my skin looks and feels. And, you know, no matter how much glam and lighting is, you know, used like at the end of the day, you wash your face and like, there you are, you know, and I have been just hyper aware of my skin quality for such a long time. It was always like conversation that I had with my sister, with my girlfriends, you know, with my mom, just like sharing skin woes or like, what are you using? Or I tried this thing, and, you know, just trying to kind of like figure out what was right for me and like unlock that thing that like made my skin work, you know? And um, yeah, it's it's been just a lot of trial and error. And I think out of that, like even if I looked at my bathroom counter, it was like, okay, I cherry pick all these different things or like, I just never had something that felt like, It was, I could never just go into, you know, Sephora and like buy one skin, like one system of skincare was always, you know, kind of trial and error, these different things. And I just wanted to make, I just, I was like, I just want one sort of, I don't want to call it a system but I wish there was one brand that just felt like transparent and clean and easy. And then I could use all this other stuff if I wanted to, but it was like something I could, I could, that was dependable. That is what the outset is, you know. It's a we are really committed to clean, effective skincare, um, and you know that that has presented challenges, right? Because like you can, it's interesting when we first started. Like you know, you have your different benchmarks. Okay, I love this night cream. I love this overnight treatment, and then you know you get a breakdown of the ingredient list, and I I never I had no idea that I was putting you know mineral oil and petroleum on on my face, like on the daily with my $200 skin cream, you know, and um, it was like impossible to avoid that really without using something that was natural. But then that also felt really harsh for my skin. And I couldn't use a lot of those natural products either. And, you know, trying to get to a place where we were, where we could create something that was you know, where that regulation is always like ever changing and, you know, and really feel like we were ahead of the curve and we were making products that were effective in doing something. Um, you know, it's been, it's definitely like we didn't make it easy for ourselves, but it's been fascinating. I I really can say comfortably that, you know, I feel super proud about the products that we're putting out there because They're very mindful. They're mindful of the consumer. They're mindful of the environment. We saw that there was a space in there that we felt like we could, there was like room at the table for that. Yeah, here we are.
2: So
3: let's talk about the name. And who the Outset customer is, like, who are you targeting? We like to talk a little business on this pod. So I, I love to know name stories. How did this come together? It was really
0: challenging. <laughs> um, firstly, obviously, every single name is taken, which I'm sure you guys know that already. Every so single one. Every single name. And I liked the idea of having one kind of word. I wanted it to feel like it was sort of a democratic word that like was for everyone. And we kept throwing around these ideas of like, you know, like, it's like, you have, you know, a fresh start. It's, you know, um, like every, every day essential, it's like a new beginning. It's like, we, you know, we were just thinking, what, what is this? You know, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of like some other like things that we had thought of. It was really like, it was, I, we wanted the word to feel, also like hopeful and positive and i'm like a sucker for typeface So i was like i just want it to look balanced and a nice <laughs> looking word um it should feel like easy for everyone to pronounce and say and so
4: um and some of the I, names we had were not <laughs> yeah i was like that's tough um, <laughs> and then and hey I- like what like what even I'm not even going to tell you because like watch there's going to be a
1: brand that exists and then like oh you know, okay, have okay their fair, brand, but fair no. was it like a a French because I feel like everyone loves like a French yeah inspired a word. French
0: word that I loved um oh it was liberté I loved the word liberté
3: mm-hmm.
0: um but I I can't remember whether there was something in that space or what but it was also just like how are people going to read that? Like, you're too snobby, Scarlett. It was like, no. And I just was like, I love it, though. I love the word. It was like,
4: I'm not having it. Um, And we had a Google Doc that was just going. And it just, I mean, it may have had like 400 names on it. Oh, my God. And And then she
0: thought of the outset. I I I don't know how. She like texted me over a weekend or something. And it's like, Well, it was like, I think
4: it was five minutes before we were hopping on the phone to review like this insane document. And, you know, we had already... You know, struck through uh, half of them, and it was like truly right before the meeting. I put outset and the outset, and I was like, I like that one a lot. Like, how am I going to lead the witness on this one? <laughs> and she like immediately just like stopped on and was like, huh? And uh, she was like, I like that. And I kind of was like, this is all the different ways that we could use it and why I think it's interesting. And and um, and we, and then just then we kind couldn't believe to-
0: it was available. I was like, there's yeah. no. Both of us were like, it's not going
4: to be available. Yeah. And but I remember over the weekend you did text me and we were considering that and one other name and um and she texted me over the weekend. And she was like the outset hmm. and like one of those like little thinking uh, pondering face emojis and I was yes, like yes. ooh it's incepting it's like imprinting <laughs> on her and then and and so it began Sarah but it is inherently like optimistic point of view of this idea of always kind of, you know, beginning again, um, is at the root of the, the brand's ethos and whether you're, you know, a skincare novice and you don't know where to begin or a beauty pro who's really looking to pare back or return to the essential it's, you know, if you don't know where to start or, um, are starting again, you can start with the outset. So that's, that's where we landed. Sarah, what is my biggest pet peeve
1: when it comes to launching a celebrity beauty brand? It's when a celebrity names it after themselves.
3: Like if this was ScarJo Beauty, I would be like, "Girl, we need I would to also combat. be like that." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you have to give it longevity, right? You can't just make it for your fans. You have to make it for the bigger, I mean, population. I guess if, like if I had, pro- if I had
0: like licensed my name, I'm sure there would have been pressure to do that. But I also don't, you know, I, I understand that probably like with my association, obviously there'll be whatever preconceived idea. Um, So if I can step away from that and let the brand sit on its own, like it should exist without me front and center. Obviously I support it however I can. And, you know, we'll, we'll, I'm really excited about engaging with, you know, hopefully the community that we build around it. And I also feel like it, it's, I'm, I feel like it It could be its own, you know, it, could, it it can exist apart from me. And that's really, really important because we also want it to, like you said, we want it to have legs. We want it to be a legacy brand and we are, you know, we are very consumer focused. And so, you know, we want people to be able to tell us what they're looking for and not have it feel like it's just, you know, Kate used use the term vanity project earlier. It shouldn't just feel like it's like, Hey guys, this is what, what I'm putting out there. Um, like, you know, take it and like, you know, whenever like run with it. Like it's, it should feel like it's, yeah, kind of a, like it has a democratic feeling. It should be for everybody. And I know that I'm probably not <laughs> for everybody. And so it shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't be like hanging on that. You know,
3: totally, totally. I love that, that you have that perspective. Um, you, I, I don't know you, but you seems very self-aware. Yeah, okay, great. Thanks. I, I, you I know I'm so.
0: working on it as are we all
3: <laughs> It's a process. Well,
4: working no, but um, I, I think she is. I know you won't say it, but I think you are
3: good. I, I was going to ask about the, the, demographic, like who do you want the mm-hmm. outset to be for? And then I just realized we haven't talked about really any
4: of the products, like what the outset oh, yeah. offers. Oh, yeah. So we should oh, get into that. We can definitely do that. In trying to create a brand that was, you know, bigger than both of us, um, you know, Scarlett had this you know, very clear vision from the beginning of this, you know, kind of return to the essential concept with skincare, something you can trust, something um, that was reliable, that you could use every day um, and uh, and was really rooted in this three step system, this idea of cleansing, prepping and moisturizing that's really, you know helped to keep her skin on track um, all these uh, these years that she's been in the biz. Um, but you know, I think the idea was really to um, create something that could that as many people could participate in as possible. And so, you know, we started with research around this idea and wound up talking to um, prestige beauty consumers and um, really to understand their pain points and to validate some of the concepts and, you know, kind of the direction that we were going. And one of the insights um, we were really surprised by was that, you know, over 90% of um, consumers were generally happy with their skin. Um, And so their big concern was really about preserving it for the future rather than, you know, really kind of like resurfacing or stripping it or, you know, kind of, um, you know, these big transformations. And, you know, while there is certainly a place in that and all of our beauties, uh, our beauty repertoire, you know, this idea of just really kind of nurturing and preserving skin um, was one that we wanted to focus on. And I think in being able to, to make it vegan and make it um, super clean and you know make it fragrance-free and no gluten, no nut allergens, uh, suitable for sensitive skin, really allows as many um, people um, to participate in the brand. And it's really one that doesn't discriminate based on, on gender or generation or skin type. Um, and so we often talk about it as being like, you know the perfect white tea of skincare. Um, you know it's a, a, an essential, a staple in your wardrobe. Yeah, like if you're using um
0: a, a ma- if you're using a mask or a peel, and like you need to wash your face off, you can use the outset products, and they're just extremely gentle and nourishing. So, and after that, you can use our you know our day cream or our night cream or our serum. Um, and know that you're not going to get like stinging, burning, you know, afterwards if your skin has just been, you know, like exposed. So that that was really important for us, um, you know, that we were, like Kate said, we, we, we play well with others.
3: So let's walk through the offering of the. Oh,
0: episodes. okay. Well, what let's do you do know? It. I have them all here.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: do I you so like do. to call it a system? Is this your system? It
0: you could call it a system i mean that makes me think of like proactive or something um but we call it the daily essentials regimen there we go the daily essentials regimen Regimen. and they Mm -hmm. like i think the feedback that we've gotten is that the products work like they're they work best together all together but they're you know you can use them individually of course i i use them all as a system because that's part of as kate was saying i you know i wanted to do a cleanser prep and moisturize as like that, that's just what I use. Every, that's part of my everyday. It goes under my makeup or no makeup. And so that's what we created as our, what'd you call it? Regimen? Daily reg- yep. Three-step regimen. So um, we have our uh, the Antioxidant Gentle Micellar Cleanser. That's our first one. And then with that is our Nourishing Squalene Daily Moisturizer. Well, and be- in between the... Oh, sorry, the actually, I know. The Oh, that's vegan. right. Yeah. It's the vegan... And mm. then in between is the prep serum. So you basically use the cleanser, the serum, the moisturizer. We have a night cream, restorative niac- niac- niacinamide. Niacinamide. Thank we you. got it. Our it's a challenge
1: cream. for me too. <laughs> and it's then we have this. Uh, my, this
0: is Colin's favorite one, which is our like line expression cream. So, ooh, and Colin's then, favorite. Colin's okay. favorite. I was like, oh, you really you using it? He uses an eye cream, wouldn't you know? Good for and him. Then, um, and then, uh, then uh, this is my like baby was the lip lotion. I am so tired of using like six different lip products and having to like recycle through all of them. And so I just really wanted something that felt like I call it a lip lotion. It's you know it's called a lip treatment, but it's I call it a lip lotion because of like the kind of. The The texture texture of it is very, yeah. It's very, it's it's more liquidy than you would think of for like you know a lip treatment. Um, doesn't have that like tackiness, but it really like soaks in almost immediately. So it has a matte finish, and I swear by it. I mean, it just it saved me. Um,
1: gotten some samples. That's what I really notice about it. That it is very much like a lotion, and I think it's perfect for like using before a lipstick like Mm -hmm. it's just it absorbs quickly like you said sometimes when you put a balm on it's really thick and heavy but this is great for like reapplying throughout the day and then like putting on your lipstick I love lip lotion
3: like that's Mm -hmm. a great term I don't think people are using that either that's like y'all can coin that if you want go for (laughs) it I'm into it I did want to just mention that I feel like the ingredients that are called out like the micellar cleanser you know niacinamide what was Oh yeah. Like these are all ingredients that I think that like relevant at the moment, but like as a beauty editor and reporter, I'm like, Oh, this micellar cleanser. It's like for a skin enthusiast, like skin enthusiasts will be excited about the ingredients. And in you know, this particular we, brand.
0: we were mm-hmm. able to, so, you know, like I was saying earlier, it's really, you can, you create this clean skincare line, but then you don't, you know, you're like, how is this? Like, how do you how do you, how does it do, like, is it doing anything? Um, yeah. And so we're really excited. We have um, a botanical alternative to hyaluronic acid that we're calling Hyaluracet and it's in every one of our products and it just creates that nourishing plumping that you want. Um, and I think for us, that's, that was kind of like a real aha moment um, when we kind of discovered that as part of our ingredient story. Um, because it feels like it's you know made for skin enthusiasts, as you said, um, but also is, you know, one of those terms that people understand and are looking for,, you know, and, and um, is effective, that you know, hyaluronic acid. So how do we make that into something that feels clean, you know, And thats that's something we can feel good about putting out there.
3: Okay, I, I do want to ask you, Scarlett, because I feel like there is a conversation around like, actresses such as yourself who have these close-up moments who are constantly being photographed and obviously like skincare is a big part of that that's the day-to-day maintenance but like are there any specific treatments that you get regularly like are you a facial girl do you like lasers like what are you doing to preserve the mug for you know the carpet I honestly I honestly am
0: really just using these products I know that sounds absolutely crazy Um, I, but I really am, I, I'm very much like an at-home skincare person. I do my own facials, my own masks. There's other really active line, um, that's not for every day, uh, that I discovered. I can't remember if it was like through a dermatologist or maybe it was like one of their products that somebody had recommended to me, um, called image skincare. And it's very like, you have to kind of be gentle. You have to be mindful when you use it. Cause like it can yes. really, it's extremely active, but, um, you know, I use like their own, I do my own peels and stuff like that at home. I, I like to have, I'm a little bit of a control freak. <laughs> so <laughs> I just like to take care myself of my own skin. And honestly, I really have been using these products like in secret for a year and, um, yeah, and that's it.
3: How do you practice self-care? Cause I was thinking about this last night while I was laying in bed. I mean, not anything weird, but like, I was like, think of Scarlett. Like she, she, Sarah, don't laugh at me. You are one of the most photographed people and have been for decades at this point. And. I feel like if it were me, I would be this like constant ball of, oh my God, am I going to get a weird picture taken of me? Like I'm breaking out today and some man with a camera is going to come out of nowhere and photograph me. Like psychologically, that is terrifying to me. How do you manage? What's your self-care routine
0: like? Honestly, like I'm pretty low maintenance. I I don't have, you know, I just described all the things I do to myself, but um. I, I really, I, I spent so much time in my job, like getting prepped for work, um, that my day-to-day routine, like I, the last thing I want to think about is like people looking at me. I, I just, I get touched by so many people all day at my job. I mean, constant touching. It's pretty crazy. Like whether it's, obviously you expect your makeup artist and your hairdresser, but it's like The sound person, the wardrobe person, like the script supervisor, people are constantly coming in and like you know whatever adjusting you. And to and I I actually have noticed it more recently. Um, I don't know maybe because I'm just like I have less patience or something because I get less sleep. I don't know, but I'm just like stop touching me. Um, (laughs) you know the last thing on my mind when I go out is who's looking at me. You know it's nothing that a New York Yankees cap can't fix. (laughs)
3: thank you for sharing that scarlet by the way like I know that's like such a weird question to ask but I think about that all the time I'm just like I am not strong enough as like some of these people I don't know I look at
0: I also am not strong enough and I look at other people in the public eye that you know have a big social media following and they take a lot of you know content capture a lot of content of their everyday lives and I'm like that person must get up at four in the morning and have to do, you know, we, you know what it, what you go through for that. It's like two hours of pulling and, you know, poking and prodding. And yeah. I, just, I just don't, heck, I couldn't do it. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm like just throwing a hat.
4: Well, <laughs> and I think that's one element around the outset too. I mean, you know, Scarlett is not on social media. Um, and I think, you know, this is another element of kind of what's cool about Scarlett of doing things her own way is when are you going to be opening your social media handle if you if you want to be in the beauty business you have to be in you know your own social media business as well and you know she was like no thank you I said but you have to and she said watch me like the outsides will <laughs> stand on its
0: own yeah. and they don't nobody cares what so, I mean for breakfast you know
4: so we are um, you know Scarlett's going to be on our social media channels but um you know so, you want to see her on social media? You have to come to the outset. You have to come to the but... outset. Oh, that's good. That's
0: a good plug, Kate. Exactly. There you go. Meet me but at the I mean, outset.
4: <laughs> I mean, both you and I are like, you know, just, just plus... social media novices is not even yeah. as a, maybe a perhaps a gentle word to describe it. But we could take some pointers from Sarah and Kirby for
1: sure. Well, it's very sweet. Well, definitely Kirby. But I feel like that's why you know we have so much respect. You're not just doing this for the follows and the likes. Like you really are both passionate about skincare and creating a regimen that is really easy and accessible for everyone to use you know it's not about the the fame congratulations thank you. thank you thank you
4: no I mean it's like everybody that we talked to along the way was just kind of like, how are you going to monetize your audience how are you going to monetize your audience and we we're like well maybe let's focus on building a community first um and so I think it's really kind of trying to take that um that approach and and it is, it's going to be a slower burn, um, you know, to build the brand and we're okay with that, um, you know, because, um, you know, it's, it's part of the, it's part of the journey. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's authentic to, you know, who Scarlett is um, in, in in doing it this way. And I
1: think it'll be a lot of fun. We'll learn a lot along the way for sure. Definitely. <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh. Wow. Kate, you just totally segued perfectly into our speed round which we actually call slow burn first question what makeup or skincare product you remember using like the very first one i
0: remember it very clearly um so i've been wearing makeup for work since i was eight um and i rem- I had a little like makeup bag and i had my own mac card um and i used to go down to the mac on christopher street with my mom and get my little blush and my little cover up or whatever oh. um, They had, they have, they still have a, um, blush called prism. It's a great color. It's like a not blush blush. (laughs) Um, and, uh, I, I, yeah, I remember it very, very good. And I still use it. So there you go. Oh,
4: that's That's so so cute. cute. Kate, what about you? I remember getting a, um, like a wet and wild, you know, um, like I think, oh no, and they were called kissing potion. Those little kissing potion, like um, flavored um, lip glosses that came in the rollerball. Cute. Oh, uh, it's very nostalgic. Star- Scarlett and I were talking about those the other day. We're like, oh,
0: I had a cake batter, things? one of those, and it's yeah. still like the smell of it was delicious.
4: <laughs> oh, it was, I wanted to
0: eat it, it was yeah. so good.
3: Okay. What is the best piece of beauty advice that you learned early on, uh, whether it be your careers or just in life from maybe a mentor, mother, or sister? I mean, my,
0: it's such a simple one, but my mom was like, don't leave any makeup on your face. Was like, wash your face. Every, you know, ever since, I, and as I said, I was wearing makeup as a kid in movies and stuff like that. And um, yeah, and she was like, before you go to bed, you have to wash your face. I, it's so funny because I had friends. I still have friends that don't wash their. They like don't wash their makeup off at night. I, my, I would just look oh terrible God. if I same if I didn't. I mean, I could be three sheets to the wind, and I still wash my face and prep my skin and moisturize. That's how it's been ingrained in me. It could be like four in the morning.
4: You're our, you're our kind of girl. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. <laughs> that, that gives me anxiety, the idea of going to bed with that I have so on.
0: many of my friends like, do that. They're just like too, they're like, oh, I was so drunk last night. I just passed out. I was like, oh God. Like with all your like foundation on.
4: <laughs> I would say that's the same for me. And then plus the other thing is, you know, sunscreen. Um, that is one element that we do not have in our line currently because it takes a very, very, very long time to develop um, SPF. And we want to do it right. So that fourth step um, will be coming. Um, But when we do it, it'll be the best
0: sunscreen ever because Kate's like a sunscreen, crazy person. She's like, give me your sunscreen on. I'm like, I know.
3: Kate, you just need to talk to the FDA and allow us to start using better filters Filters. that they use in the rest of the world because that's why we're so behind. It's because the regulation. it's It's a
4: toughie. I wish I had, like, you know, somebody at the FDA on speed dial that could help us with Same this one. But um.
3: <laughs> If you find someone, let me know. I'll give them a phone I'm call sure. myself.
1: <laughs> we'll send them I'm a letter. Sure. What is the best movie you've seen in Lush?
3: the last year? Or TV show. Oh,
0: Just anything I you've enjoyed. Wh- I really liked White Lotus. Um, I loved White Lotus. Uh, oh, I, you know what I really liked, which I was bummed, did not make it into the Oscars, was um. Mike Mills movie called Come On Come On with Joaquin Phoenix.
2: Oh um, yeah,
0: it really like it all the feels. Oh my God, I bawled. I bawled at the end of it. it was a good cry. I ugly cried at the end of it, but highly recommend. It's a beautiful, beautiful movie. Yeah, it was great. Kate, and what Hoffman was- Is great in it too.
4: I also love White Lotus. I love everything. Scarlet uh, is in, of course. Wink, wink. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say about work life. Ladies, love that. um, Get Back, that um, documentary about the Beatles, I found to be riveting and fascinating. And it was just them like jamming and talking. And I just kind of stood there, like mouth agape, watching it for however many hours it, it was on. I thought that was pretty cool. They did a really good job with
3: that. I can't even imagine how long that took to put I together. I was like, Peter okay, Jackson
0: yeah. should get some sort of extra special, like, notice or award Yes, at the Oscars. Like, just for what he contributed to mankind.
3: This is going to be a hard we one have, for one of you. We have two more I'm, questions, by the way. So the, okay. this one's like... I'm making a caveat, Okay. Who is your favorite SNL cast member, and it can't be someone you're married to? Okay.
0: Oh dear. I, that's that's really hard.
3: Um, you guys, you're
0: making me sweat. Okay, like who? Who, choice. Like, who makes you laugh the hardest? Bowen makes yes. me laugh really hard. Um, I I love I love him. I uh I I have to say the most consistent for me is Cecily. I, I mean, think Cecily is just, uh, she's so funny. She's such a fantastic performer. Um, and she makes me laugh so, like so hard. She's just, all of her update features are just like amazing. And I just think she's great. Mm.
1: Kate, Kate, do you have to pick Colin? I mean, well, so does it have to be a current cast member? <laughs>
0: okay. current. Yes, to be current.
1: Yes. I love that
0: I've now given you
4: yeah. the yeah. She's like, come on. You know, so I grew up in an SNL household like I mean I've watched SNL since you know the second I was allowed to I'm like such a huge fan and so like I really like had to play it cool the first time I met Colin I was like oh yeah yeah. I'm sorry your name's Colin is that right <laughs> oh you know? yeah because like, yeah. <laughs> I love 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 that show um and I, I mean I think they're just all super awesome um Bowen definitely makes me smile. Just even, wow. I listened to a podcast he was on recently and it's just like, it's like, oh, love him. Um, I love but him Colin, yeah, him. definitely Colin.
1: Fave outset product or like the one that everyone needs to go out and buy. Well, I have a personal favorite, which is, well,
0: you know what? I love the lip lotion, but I got, I think that's going to be the night cream. Mm. I love this night cream. It is delicious. Um, we wanted it to feel extra luxury. I was like, I want it to be, I want you to like feel it the next day. Um, I want it to just feel like, you know, we wanted to have that, like, it had to be thick, but airy and like creamy, but light. And, you know, we had Kate and I both are like night cream enthusiasts. And so we worked really hard on it. And Kate was like, I'm using it as a hand cream. I'm like, I was like, can we make it a body Ooh. cream? It was like, no, it's too expensive. Um, <laughs> but um, it's fantastic. It's a great night cream and it's my favorite night cream. I love it.
4: I love it too. I feel like I should pick a different one to give, you know, some love to the other, but it's truly genuine. Like I love, I worship that night cream. I think we had, you know, samples were so scarce during this whole process. I think I probably stole the one that was supposed to go to Kirby and was like, yeah, she's not going to miss it.
3: I need more. I, I do miss it. I, I I miss what I have never had. I, I need it. I need it. I can't wait to try it. I'm so excited it's, and highly it's a, recommended clearly.
1: Yeah. It's a very beautiful texture and uh, the, the samples that I've tried are so good. So yeah, Kirby's going to love it. I know it. Thank, Thank you, you guys so much. It.
3: Thanks everybody. <laughs>
1: Thank you both. Where can everybody
3: – or actually, let's talk about, like, the launch. When can we get the outset and where, and where. can we get it?
0: You can get it on our website on Theoutset.com. That's right. The outset.com on March 1st. And then we will be launching in Sephora uh, on – what day
4: is it? April 26th. <laughs> Wow! Congratulations! In That's major. Sephora stores in the United States and Sephora.com. So okay. you'll see Scarlet at the the front um, of the uh, Sephora. I'll store. be by the
0: display, <laughs> <question>. handing out <laughs> handing
3: out samples. You're going right. to be in Times Square, Scarlett, like at that Sephora, just like handing out samples like, to Like, hey, your lips
0: are dry. Try this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so exciting. I mean, y'all have clearly put so much work into this. I'm really excited and I can't wait to try the products and have everybody else try thank them you. too. So thank you both for your time. Thank, thank you. you. We'll have to be
4: friends on social media as well um, at the outset and Instagram and TikTok. So since you know that we don't have social media ourselves we uh will need you to come and join us (laughs) head over to
0: all of the los
4: angelinos out there (laughs)
0: yes meet us at the (laughs) outset
1: thank you everyone for listening this week we will be back on friday with another great guest interview make sure you subscribe to us on apple Podcasts and follow us
3: on spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews and if you want to support us
1: be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E,
3: on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson, and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group.